You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. We're on testing one two three oh. one two three testing one two three. We are up and running. We are up and running. <clears throat> testing. We are up and running. It's important that we get this right this time. Last week's podcast was I heard very staticky or something. People didn't didn't appreciate us talking on a um, speakerphone for one thing. Yeah, we can't do that anymore. No more of that. And even though every week. We start off by checking the levels. Test, 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 test. Oh, Somehow, I, last week, the levels were way off. Yeah, but when I go test, test, I'm not really checking anything. I'm just oh. going test, test. Oh. Well, well, I'm checking the computer levels. I'm not checking the levels on the, on the audio box. Oh. I did get mad at you. I was like, how could you? And then you then said. You, saw, you thought you were a dog when you got mad? I sometimes go. And then I bite your leg. Um, this is going to be a real hoot. Oh, I've got my voices. Um, so I got mad at you and you were like one wrong in 140 episodes. And, and, and it made me think you're right. You're right. Fuck you people who didn't like that last one. One wrong he got in 140. Well, we don't have 140. We have about 130, I think. Well, you lied to me. We have about 130 episodes, and yeah, I'm sorry. I messed up one. You messed up one. Big deal. Deal with it. That's like if you had sex with 130 girls and one was upset. You go, go fuck yourself. There's 129 Yeah, I would girls. never have sex with 130 girls, first of all. I probably have in my life, but... No, come on. Easily, that many? Easily. I'm... Easily. Okay, before I met you, I was... No, each one was a lot of work, I'm guessing. No, if Not I Not easily. Easily. If I, when I met you, I was... Like, say, 46. No. I remember you told me. Let's How not, old? Let's not talk about age. There's okay. a lot of baggage going on with age. I'm 57 now. Oh, God, here we go. With I've known you for 11 ages. years. That's 46. Okay, say I started. I remember you telling me you were 45. You were like, guess how old I am, guess how old I am. All right, 45. And I was being nice. I was like, 32. Okay, 45. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, say I started having sex when I was 20. That's 25 years before you. Uh-huh. Even five years, 125 people. But you didn't do five a year. You can't. It's not just like how many well, times I was you had sex. Easily. Five different girls a year? Come on. I was a fucking major comic. Were you had sex with like people just on the road? No, let's not talk about sex. And then we'll get mad and upset and... Uh, today is September Remember 11th. Remember that girl, though, when I, she found out I was engaged to you, she called me, and she was like, he's hit on everyone. Numbers game, and that's not true. 
She called you, went out of her way to call you and tell yeah, you that? Yeah, I was really upset about it. I've, she, I, said, she said that she was in Vegas with you or something, and then you were hitting on every girl. No, we were sitting up top in the, in the, like, you know who I'm in the lounge. About. Yeah, we were sitting in the lounge. Jackie Cation. Uh, why would you say that loud? Because she no. fucking ratted on me. Jackie Cation. I was really mad at her. Who does that? Who, who tells somebody their fiance is a shit? Like it doesn't. Like we weren't like best friends or anything. It wasn't like I, well, she's well, like I gotta look out for my best bud. Well, I'm sure she was mad. I didn't hit on her. And one night we weren't. We were all sitting up top in the lounge, fucking around with all the waitresses and girls that went down. Oh my what? god! I'm I'm not holding back the anymore. The fallout from this is going to be tremendous. Oh my god! Well, I think she's mad because I might have at that time. Like fucking trash or on tough crowd or, you know, wasn't completely the nicest on tough crowd to her. And who knows? So she was probably remembers what an asshole I was on tough crowd and goes, oh, OK, well, I'm going to call her and say that he did. You know, this. A lot of people don't like you. So what do you mean? A lot of people don't like me. No, but I, I there are like a few people like that that. They don't like me. They don't get your sense of humor. Like, I'm so likable. Like, how could no one not like me? It's how could so, no one not like any, you? That is could, true. That's true. How could anybody not like me? Right. Once they get to know me. That's like, I'm fucking like the best. You know what I mean? It's like, in it's what, ridiculous. In what way? Like, what do you think your best qualities well, are? I'm be honest. Yesterday, that, this open micer. Okay, let's hear this. I meant to show. I was talking. I was at Stand Up New York in this open micer. You were there last night. No, when I was here over to Friday oh, or Saturday. You were. Oh, they had a pre-show or something, and I was talking to this open micer and his brother, who's some actor. I love though, but can I just say this? Because it's hard to tell. Because you think anyone well, he's who's, an open, who, he's doing an open mic show, the bringer show. Okay, but that doesn't make him an open micer. It makes him a bringer. That's less than an no, open. No, because micer. you're always like, why are these open micers getting agents? It's because you think anyone who's been doing it less than ten years. Well, this guy was clearly an open micer. Okay, so he really was. Then he came in and watched me on stage that night. Well, already and, uh, he's got points in your book, right? Well, I mean, you know, if you want to learn, you watch the best. That's how I do. Do you think you're the best? I think I'm pretty good. I I don't think I'm the best. I think on a one to ten scale, I'm a ten. I did an interview this morning for a British paper about women aren't funny, and I said that you were in the history of comedy. I said in the history of comedy, the best crowd work comic. I'm ever. not. I'm in the top. Probably 100 Who's better than you The crowd work Patrice was good at crowd work Not better than you uh, He was pretty good uh, and, and Big J Okerson's good at crowd work Not better than you uh, What's his name That we used to always see at the airport Always oh, had a cigar in his mouth N Not better than you Bob Zaney No He's pretty good Not better than you Jimmy Brogan did he have anything to do with Zany's Comedy Club? Or no. no. Oh. In the beginning, he did. Jimmy Brogan was good at crowd work, I heard. Yes. A different different style. Sure. Belt. Sure. The only yeah. person better than you at crowd work, Paula Poundstone. She's not even fucking close. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Belzer was kind of good. He, I mean, Belzer was like one of the first to do it. Listen. Don Rickles. Listen, hun. I mean, I would be in the top... 50 That would be Make me happy 
Or top That's 25. That's not often I give you compliments. You should Thank just you. take it. I would be in the top 25. Why are you? Why are you? This is, this is the because crazy I'm thing not about the, you. If I said you were in the top 25 of crowd work comics, you'd be, are you crazy? Are you nuts? I, top five. No. It's like you just have to argue the other side of whatever. Okay, go ahead. Top 25. Uh-huh. So I'm watching this open mic. I mean, this open micer's watching me. Then after the show, he's like, can I send you my... Uh, this but if video? I was to say to the open micer, you want to watch top 25 crowd work comics? Wouldn't even go in there. I mean, it doesn't sound good. Then top 10. I guess in the top 10, maybe. I wouldn't even... If, if, if somebody said to me, hey, top 10, one of the top 10 crowd work comics in the world is in there, I'd, eh, let me just well, finish my Diet Coke here. I'm not saying... Home. I'm saying I'm probably in the top 10 or... You know, I'm bored with it. But anyhow, so the guy watching me after this, after my show, he's like, uh, can I send you this YouTube video of me and maybe get your opinion? I go, look, I'm going to tell you now, you've been doing it two oh years, God. a year and a half. Oh, my God. I don't need to see it to say you suck. <laughs> yes, basically, I'm going to go, you're going to look back on this. So yesterday I was That's the amazing thing though About comics they, now Is like you tried to keep Your comedy a secret Until you were good enough To like 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 I don't remember Ever inviting people To come see me Do stand up I mean I still don't really But Can you imagine Like having the balls To put stuff up On YouTube And everything In the beginning I mean that's the culture That's what people do But it's crazy to me Well Anyhow yeah, like they're is. always sending out videos and they're making CDs well before because everyone can make a CD now. And they so. make CDs when they've been doing it a fucking week. Yeah. Who and was it had four CDs? When oh, no, let, no, don't. I can't say the name of that one. Who? Who was no, it? No, it's a friend of mine. A friend of yours? Yeah, but they had four CDs long before they ever should have No, a lot one. of people did. I'm not talking about one of your friends. You didn't even know this. No, you didn't know. No, you didn't even know this. It was a guy. Oh. This guy had, he had like four CDs. I'm going, how do you have four? And then one other guy told me he had five. Oh, oh, this radio host who's a comic said he had like four or five CDs. Maybe if you're a song, do song parodies, it's easy to come up with four or five CDs. So this guy sends me. You know the Mitch Hedberg quote? What? I, I, I don't know it exactly, but it's. Then why would you say it? Beware of the comic that. Goes off for half an hour and writes 20 new minutes of material Because <laughs> it's impossible Oh well, yeah, I, Oh good No it's nice to know that we can have these I, I didn't Intellectual get... conversations So the guy sends me And I, I was sitting home yesterday Killing time and I watched his 8 minute clip You watched it? Yes <gasps> You. I when I leave to... If I leave for any amount of time What happens to you? I go, what the hell? Let me watch it. Oh, my God. Her. Eight minutes? Eight minutes. Why would he put eight minutes up? Oh, God. So. How he, was it? He opened with an. He walks on stage. Good looking Italian. He's fucking. But he's wearing a suit like a fucking pit boss in Atlantic uh-huh. City. Or, and the other team even address any of how he looks. But he walks on like a real. Right. Italian. Like he's, got, he's got confidence. Yeah. He opens up with an airplane big. You know, if the airplane crashes, seat flotation bit, you know, which was kind of semi fun, even though the premise has been done four million fucking times. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the joke? He's laying in the, he's in the water and he sees some guy paralyzed and eye hanging out going, what seat were you in? Making sure that was his cushion. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Dane did a subway sitting on the subway bit. 
Chinese lady picking her nose and the Chinese lady talking Chinese to him. Then he did a Whole Foods bit. Then he did if a Guido was this, you know, like not president, but yeah. So I wrote back to him. I go, look, you got. Oh no! I love that you're honest with people because sometimes I just don't have the time. Or I go, I won't even watch it. I'll be like, it's great. Okay, Keep, keep up the good work. I go. I wrote back. I go. I'm, an, uh, I'm a whore. I'm actually way worse than you, and people like me better because I'm a liar. Because you're a liar. Because I'm a full blown <laughs> asshole liar, and yet you're out there really trying to help people, telling them the truth. And right now, he's like at his buddy's house, like, "What a fucking douchebag!" And they're like trashing your comedy now. Like, what does he fucking Let know? Me, you know what? Let me see if I can find what I wrote to him. Oh my god. What's that? Like, that's that's a that's a that's an interesting thing. Like. How, you know, you're well, just you're, was, you're, at this point. You're just the bearer of bad news. You no, know? I'm not. But you know what? How do you get better in life? I know because, but the the truth is, is that people only give you stuff because they want to hear. For the most part, I'm sure there's yeah exceptions, okay. but they they just want to hear. It's great so that they can go around saying like Rich Voss thinks I'm great. You know, did the guy write you back? Yes. Oh, he did. Oh God, can't wait to hear this. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, it, it probably won't be on this f- fucking email. Like, this girl sent me a screenplay to read or whatever, and I'm going to read it and stuff, and, you uh, know, I haven't gotten around to it yet, but part of me wants to just write her back, like, this is fantastic, and not read it. Is that wrong? Uh, yeah, because if she questions you on well, it... Well, if she emails me back to question me on it, I'll read whatever part she questioned and come up with an answer. Hold on, I'm going, I'm seeing if I can find it on my email here. Okay, folks, because it's it's on this. But computer. I won't do that. I'll read it. Okay, I'll uh, read it. What can we talk about as I'm looking? Part of for me this? wants to not read it. What can we talk about today? Is well, I don't want to hold on. Hold on. Well, I did go to second. Hartford yesterday for an interesting thing. Well, we uh, we're going to talk about Hartford. Just give me one second, and I think I could find what he wrote back. Pistorius, not guilty. I know. It's, it's, Is that crazy? It's it's almost insane that because I get I didn't read any of it. I just read the headline just now. But but the, but but I guess it's because they felt like he really thought an intruder came in. Did you read it? Yes. Well, that was his defense. Right. So the, he the could, judge bought that. Well, but because they they had no real evidence. Oh, here's what he wrote. Well, they had evidence of the the, the girl was dead. He was had a gun. The door was shot through. Okay, let's see where did this guy Oh here, right here, let's see. Uh Okay, here's what I wrote to him. You okay. wanna hear? Yeah. Here's the deal. You got laughs, which is great. The real deal oh, which God, is that's so uncomfortable and <laughs> horrible. You got laughs, which is great. Which now is let great. me tell you every <laughs> okay. negative thing I thought of while watching. Right, this is what I wrote to a new comic to help him out. Let's okay, see. Okay. Okay. Here's the deal. You got laughs, which is great. The real deal, which is going to be tough to read, but if you stick with oh com- God. but if you stick with comedy, you will thank me in five to ten years. <laughs> right. Okay. All the premises you did have been done a million times. Airplane seat cushions, subways, whole food, wheel of fortune. You are funny, but no one in the industry, if you want to move on, gives a fuck about that shit. Write about you, your family, 
your views, then it becomes personal and original. Mm. You can't walk on stage looking like an Atlantic City pit boss and not address it. The Guido thing has been done since Guido Sarducci, which was 30 years ago. Who are you when you're hanging with your friends? Transfer that to the stage. You're doing well for as long as you've been doing it. Just keep writing. You might say, fuck him. That's okay. Just say this email, print it out, in seven years, read it. I promise you'll say, fuck, he was right. Good luck, Voss. I, I feel like I should write him because I disagree with some of the things you, you said to him in there. Well, but he's not an observational comic. If you looked at him, you would go, he's not an observational type of guy. He's more of a kind of comic that would talk about his life, the way he looks. He's not like, you ever know that? It, well, it just Mike Vecchione doesn't look like he's going to be an observational comic, and he actually is a great joke writer. Uh, and, yeah, and, but, and a great observation. And, 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 and nothing against Mike, who is, like you're saying, great. But how far is he advancing? How far? <gasps> no, no. Richard. I'm not. He's treasure. only not advancing as fast as, as some of the other guys is because he's actually an original. Yes, he is. So he should be thing. writing for a TV show. When it comes to comedy. No, no. No, I no. think when it comes to comedy, the industry wants. Your point of view, or or you, I, I understand that. Or you become a writer, and that's my. I opinion. didn't see the guy, and I'm not going to see the guy. But I will say this. Well, I'm going to show you. Which I clip. don't know. I don't like when there's a certain kind of uh, comic, and it seems very East Coast based. A lot of times, it's all like honesty, honesty, honesty. But the truth is, you know, I can name a, a half a dozen great comedians where honesty is not. That's not, not what they're saying. doing. They're not doing any kind of biographical comedy. You know, David Tell is telling jokes. Yeah, but he, you could. David Tell's jokes are almost his point of view in in a in a in a obscure way. Well, okay, that that wouldn't himself. work for somebody. He's he, being himself. Okay, you're I'm right. saying that. That's but, all I'm but, saying is being yourself. But you're yourself. saying no. You're saying talk about you. Or, you don't or, have to. Oh, but don't. I also said. Oh, I also said be you. Like when you're with your friends. I get be that like, was a good point. Look, you made some good points in the in the email, and that's just is all my opinion, right? But and and you're not going to like some of the things I'm about to say right now. But trust me, in ten years, you're going to look back <laughs> on this conversation. Well, I, yeah, what he <laughs> rebutted first, Shayad, what he wrote. Okay, back? I just have one more thing to say about the the, the, the email that you wrote. Also, it wasn't mean. I don't like when people say these topics are off the table. Literally everything has been talked no, about before, right. unless you want to like, now we can only do jokes about the iPhone 6 because that's. Okay, that's true. You know I, I mean? I, I, if, I've if done airplane humor. You should say you need a more unique take uh, if you're going to talk about these topics or, you know, um, th these have to have really. Specific good punchlines to them or whatever. Okay, but, I'll rewrite. I'll, okay. I'll write it back a little. Because no, no topic is off the table. You're, in my that's opinion. true. That's true. You don't like poop that, jokes. I think they're hilarious. So I mean, no topic is I off won't the do, table. I won't do a poop joke. I don't think. I think they're they're shitty. <laughs> so okay, he wrote back. I can't thank you enough. This is great advice and well received. All I want to do is get better and better, and your advice is right on point. 
One last question. I know you mentioned that it's important to be comfortable on stage and wanted to hear your opinion on how you thought my confidence and comfort level on stage looked. Oh, because he's like, <laughs> can, can I please? <laughs> Jesus, uh, that was kind of hard to hear. Can can you give me? Did you notice that I plucked my nose hairs? No, I, I'm just, I'm not trying to be, okay, I wasn't what, trying what to be mean you, at all. That's it. I'm not trying to be mean. What whatsoever. did you write him back? I haven't written him back oh. yet. Yeah, I'll just show you, a, uh, just so you can see well, what you Well, you should write like. back now and buzz off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's just so you can see what he looks like and tell me. Just tell me if he, you think he's. In, this is in, as bad in, as doing uh, a speakerphone. No, no, I'm not, I don't want the people to, to hear it. See? Oh my God! <laughs> See? Oh my God! He's do—he's really doing it like a tough guy character. Okay, so like he's now, a mobster. Okay. Does that do you buy him doing observational stuff? Tell the truth. No, no. Okay, was I right? right then? Like he's—he's he's doing. It's weird. He's doing a full blown. I don't know what he's like off stage, but he's doing a full blown like gangster, pit, yeah, Goodfellas uh, character. Okay, so do you? He buy- walks on stage. He tries to intimidate the audience, looking at them, and then he goes, "Shut up." That's how he opens. Okay, so and then now, he's like, "Hey, you ever notice a seat cushion when you're flying?" Okay, so was I right about what you're I right I, about that? You're right about that, but. Once he st- starts wearing a T-shirt and jeans on stage and gives up the tough guy thing, well then, okay. Then those 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 topics are but back on the table. But he'll see that in seven years or five years. He's actually wearing a vest. Okay, like from a three-piece. It's suit. like it's like he just took off the jacket of a from three-piece a, yeah. suit and went on so, stage. I'm not tra- he's he been playing play- poker in the back a little bit. Now yes. he's come out to do a and, little stand. And he wasn't bad. He got laughs. What what he did talk about? He was funny. He he has he had great stage presence. He was confident. What did you, you think about my stage presence? Okay, so was I? Do you, now do you agree? What I wrote to him seems like it's more. First of all, I can't believe this guy. I mean, this guy is going places because he got you. <laughs> we've we've been given CDs and stuff everywhere we go. We throw them out the window when we're driving and stuff. Like we're mean. One time, like some guy, remember he he was a waiter, and we went to see him do stand up at this club. We didn't know. go on purpose. To we see him. did. I don't know why we did that. I think we thought we were going to get asked. I was pregnant at the time. Remember? No, was, we stopped in to do a guest spot. I was feeling really sick. Maybe we you did a guest spot or something. Then, like he was like. I don't know. It seemed as though to me that he was doing coke in the bathroom or something. He was getting really jacked up, and then he went on, and it was awful. We left. And then the next day, the next night at the club, he was there, and he was like, what do you think of my set, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it was good, you know. And then he gave a CD of the, the or a DVD of the set. Like well, That had, was on the road. We were on the road. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He gave us a DVD of... I go, don't don't give that to me. We just we went and saw it and he was like really mad. I go, go try to give it to Rich. I go, go. Go go see if you have the balls to go try to give it to Rich. And he got really he was like, I'm just trying to get my career going and whatever. But like, yeah, I was a fucking cunt about it. But the thing is, is like we did go see you do some oh, yeah, right. horrible, we- awful show where you got fucked up on Coke to to do your terrible jokes. Uh, and then you're gonna get, make us watch it. What will we do with it? Oh, I'm good. I'm giving this right to the head of Comedy Central. This is going to the top. <laughs> like the, the like. 
Did you say go give it to Rich? I go, I dare you. Go. He was getting really mad. So I was like, do you have the balls to go give it to Rich? Go give it to Rich. Well, so, okay, so this guy. And then another waitress, like, walked by and was like, gave me a look like, what a bitch. (laughs) All all the waiters and waitresses turned on us. It wasn't the first time I I had. Remember I used to do a joke about tipping the waitresses? That was a different place. No, no, this was a different place. But And then a waitress. It was a joke about tipping. I can't remember. But it was basically like the, the, the. The the end premise was you know don't tip, but um, uh, the waitress came up to me in the in the kitchen area and goes I'll fucking stab you if you do that joke again. No, she did. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to say to the club owner like, can you get the waitress to not talk to me anymore? Can you have that? Can you make them give a message or something? She said, I'll stab I'll you. fucking stab she you. She didn't say that. Yeah, no, she wasn't joking. It wasn't like this joke. Like, <laughs> It was like a threat. Like literally a threat. So Was she a tough looking girl? Like tattoos or beaten down ex-drug addict type? A lot, of the, a lot of the comedy club waitresses are... You know, the, ones that are the ones that are career comedy club waitresses are tough bitches. So, okay. Now, now was I pretty much on point with my... Uh, oh my god! Yeah, your confidence level was great, dude. Is that you're like him? Like no, no. I mean, did I write? Because I'm not trying to be mean. Even. I'm trying to be helpful. No, you. Yeah, no, you're right. I just get. I just get. Okay. You That's know, right. I just feel like every Let, let's stop. Comedy, let's stop. You said I'm right. Let's just stop here. No, no. I, I'm just. I. I, I oh, okay. Yeah. No. No. Go ahead. I'm no. just fucking with you. I'm being no, like in a court I, of law. I, I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't have an opinion about any of this comedy stuff. Um, why would I have an opinion about comedy? <laughs> I like when you move your head and you. She really said, "I'll stab you." Who? What kind of waitress? Don't try to get off the topic. I'll stab you, motherfucker. <laughs> You just, people just heard you threaten me. You know that? I could call the police right now. Call them. You know what? You know what jail would be like to me? Home. (laughs) Whoa. Okay, I'll write back to him. Yeah, you were confident. Whoa. And uh, I'll do it later. Well, so, you know, here's the thing. I don't, because I don't, this is what this is what people well, always say about. Is, what? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry. No, 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 we are no, both no, talking at the same time. You go. No, you no, go. It's you're mine. much more important. No, than go ahead. I'm you're sorry. wearing your your golf attire. How could I fail to respect you as a comedian right now? I'm sorry. I I fucking didn't. I didn't mean to step on your uh, line. Go ahead. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I'm saying this is what the, the advice to people always is. You know. Uh, Speak from your heart and have a lot of confidence, which are two of the most bullshit pieces of advice to do stand up. There's no, that's you know, I, I've heard I've heard people say all the time, like if a guy doesn't have confidence, that's it, I, he's done. They write him off. Just go up there, and you know, people are like fake. No, it. you don't have to be confident. Walk out like oh. no, I know, but like In your there's head. there's good there's been solid good comics that have actually uh, their insecurity or whatever is 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 the thing that makes the audience like that. Yes, Woody Allen's insecurity made Woody Allen yes. Woody Allen. But you don't think before you don't think he was confident knowing that 
He, I'm just you don't saying. Think his yeah, I know, but that's that's getting that's getting to a layer underneath yes. that a, that a a regular idiot Booker doesn't understand. Okay, they yes. would say at this point to Woody Allen, you got to get up there and just say say your say your uh, uh, jokes with uh, confidence. No, that's, that's what you got to do. No, he's Woody Allen's a character. He's himself, and he's probably that neurotic in real life. I don't know. I never met him, but. He had to know he was brilliant and a genius. I'm sure he did. I'm sure. You so know. his confidence comes from knowing that. Okay, this guy. I'm sure he's had, he had guy, all kinds of eight-year-olds tell him how great he was, and that helped boost his confidence. This guy right here is overconfident. Right. I'm saying he was overconfident. I'm just saying the two most bullshit pieces of advice that uh, that comics people, get given is, you know, be autobiographical. And be confident, which, you know, Steve Martin was anything. You're right, but but autobiographical. But he was one of the greatest changes. comics that. Everything changes. Times look at. Uh, I know, but it's still if you're look at look at Mitch Hedberg. He wasn't autobiographical. Not at all. But he, was he, a, he you can be a great. People will sit there and listen to great jokes. You're right, and you're right. I I listen to uh, Jeselnik, and I think he's a great writer. Okay. Uh, and but it's still him. It's still his warped sense of humor. Same I agree, but that is but th- again, that's being yourself. I agree, but that's not what people say. That's not every bit of advice given on Last Comic Standing this season was you talk about your life, talk about your. I don't feel like I'm getting to know you. It's like it's well, a every bullshit comic. That's piece not true of advice, them. and it's you know sure if you want to get deeper. And if they if those if those judges were to to go one more step deeper and say, you know, even if the yeah. jokes are your sense of humor, that's Yeah, like if if I watched Mitch Hedberg, I would know he's offbeat. Like if you're weird. just listening to the radio, you would be yeah. like, um I could I could I could t- what? No, no. Nothing. If you're just listening to radio what? You would know if it's Mitch Hedberg or not, wouldn't you? Not now. No, there's so many people that sound like Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Now, why I did you under- say the? Oh no, I mean, I tried to radio the other day. I'm going, whoa, and it wasn't Mitch. I'm going. I've heard who probably, was it? I don't know because I've heard like three or four comics that really sound like Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, I've heard, I'm not lying. I, yeah, and and I've listened, you know, and I never really listen to comedy, but now in the car that I have serious, I'll I'll flip through the comedy channels once in a while, and and I don't know. I mean, I've laughed. Like two or three times, really, you know, Maria Banford made me laugh. Anthony Jeselnik made me laugh. Uh, you know, there's a couple that make you laugh. And then there's some you go, huh, oh, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. But, you know, like two or three I really laughed at. Jeselnik, Maria Banford, who else? Somebody else. There was a Christian oh, comic on this. I, I thought it was funny. Uh, do we, oh, Nikki Glaser. Glazer, yeah, Nikki yeah, Glazer. Really I, I laughed at her. I laughed. She had a, a couple of bits. I'm going, oh, that's really. And I was laughing. Right. Which you know, to get a comic by himself in the car to kind of laugh is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Any comic. So that's where I stand. I stand. I believe you being yourself doesn't mean you have to talk about your life. It's you being who you are. Unless you're like an Emo Phillips. I don't think Emo Phillips was that fucking weird. Maybe he was in real life. I don't know. I never met him. I met him once towards the end. Uh, so I don't know. But it's a character that, that, that okay, like um, 
Judah Friedlander. Yes, he's. Y- you know, well, I mean, he likes doing that character, and he likes doing it in real life too. You know, but is that really who he is? No. When you start talking no. to him, there's a, like a whole huge person under there. Yeah. But you still buy into it. You love it. It's like it's fun. But you to can listen see to. him as that character. You know what I mean? That character would have worked. Right, but I mean, else. you're splitting hairs at some point, like. I don't know. What, I think the advice I gave this guy was pretty good advice. We're not talking about you and your advice anymore. We're, We're talking not. about other fucking dumb advice that people give comedians. Okay. Well, people, people. You know who you, know you, what, you know what? Some of the, you know what? You want to hear some of the advice that I got? But wait, but okay. Club owners always tell me smile more. That was one I got all the time. Smile more. Smile more. Smile more. Smile more. And then I also got wear a scarf. Okay, a pretty scarf, something colorful. You got really? wear a scarf? Yes, like like a like a lady scarf. Somebody was like, "Oh God!" I would have mind, se- mind seeing you wear wear a scarf oh from a ceiling beam. The amount of advice I got as to what what my, what my outward appearance should be was phenomenal. I wish I had written it all down or compiled it in some way. I should put that in my book. What wear a scarf? Like the the Call advice. The book wear a scarf. The advice that I got, the bad advice that I got. Well, here's here's the difference. Advice from a club owner, a manager, an agent, a booker means dick. But when you get advice from a headliner, when you're a new comic, if you were a new comic, brand new, and uh, was talking to like. Uh, Roseanne Barr or Elaine Boozler. I got Boozler. advice from, from comics, from headliners that, that always helped. Always helped. Yeah. Always helped. Yeah. Okay. But also part of that was just the, the tiny bit of confidence it gave you that somebody yes. okay. uh, up there was paying attention to me. No, Nobody's denying that you did the wrong. No, well, I don't no. know why you're arguing it. Nobody said that was bad. You're terrible. I'm now talking about something completely well, unrelated oh. to you, Rich. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about comedy. Well, then why do you keep bringing it back to, so then what about this advice I gave? Uh, not, How about this? Then I I'm did the right ta- thing. Then I'm a good person. I'm Look at me. I'm not talking about him. I'm saying. But you could just no, turn it around. No, I didn't turn around. So quit looking at it to go a layer under. What I'm saying is... Don't use well, my saying, phrases. Go one more... Go two layers under. What I'm saying is you go, that advice is all bullshit. Uh, when when people give you, you know, be pertinent. No, yeah, that advice is bullshit if it's coming from a club owner, a manager, or booker. But when advice is coming from a headliner, it's not bullshit because a headliner... Well, look, if a headliner see, told can, me to wear a dress, I would kind of think Yeah, but bullshit. they wouldn't. Would, they wouldn't They never did Right now A good headliner Okay When I first started comedy David Shea Was a major headliner He did Carson Like 14 fucking times David Shea was Great great writer And I, I said to him what, Any advice He said yeah Don't do props That's all he said He said don't do props And this is way back when I guess prop acts mm-hmm. Were really looked down on And he said Don't do props So guess what I didn't do props not that I was going to do props. So, yeah, you don't usually get bad advice from You might have fucking, been the greatest. You would have been... I could have been, I could have been fucking Celery all, Top. I could have went... No. Celery Top. There's been no acerbic prop act, has there? What do you mean? I don't know what that means. Some a, a ball-busting prop act, like a oh, yeah. crowd, dealing with the crowd, being mean prop act. That could have been a genius. That guy might have been wrong. 
Well, I don't think I would have been. I'm not fr- against I, prop acts. I, I, neither am I. Part of me wants to be a prop act. I think Carrot Top's fucking funny, man. I, I don't might give start a fuck. doing props. Is it too late for me? Uh, we should. We should go up as a comedy team prop act. I remember Wid. I used to watch Wid. You never seen him. He was an unbelievable prop act. He used to bring his props in. You know those bins, laundry bins that you roll in that you see yeah, in, yeah. in a hotel? <laughs> he had like four of them full of props. That he would wheel in And he would just pick up stuff and throw it You know uh, You know they were all pun props pretty But that's much. the thing is you gotta, you gotta take those around And then clean it up at the end of the night He yeah, had to clean up work. It took, took forever mm-hmm. So uh, Let's move on and talk about And then in between shows Like a lot of clubs don't have like a, a curtain or something that goes in. You just got it in front of everyone leaving. You've got to well, be out usually, there. They're usually the headliner. Who's following that? No, I know. But still, the audience, you know, they don't leave immediately. You got to be out there in front cleaning of them. them. Cleaning Clean. up uh, your stuff. Like a, like you like, you end a, woo, good night, Cincinnati, <laughs> woo. And then mm, picking up your thing, <laughs> sweeping, <laughs> you know. Bonnie spent a weekend with a... Don't, uh, don't, don't. Not the weekend. She doesn't want. Oh, I know. Bonnie spent, not the weekend. Well, Tuesday. Tuesday. What? No, of course not. Okay. Bonnie spent Tuesday night with an author in Hartford. Yeah. Bonnie She gave drove a speech. Up, gave a speech. Bonnie drove up to Hartford, okay, on a, her little one-day trip, because this author is brilliant, wrote a bunch of books, and Bonnie's trying to... Work with her on something So Bonnie went to meet her You know And of course When you go meet a stranger You're you're gonna spend the night In her room with her <laughs> I mean I would I mean like If I Look, was going to meet We've we've been working on this thing For a while So we've been emailing And talking on the phone a lot But I've never met her in person That's But but then she was like You wanna stay in my hotel room I have two beds And I said yeah Cause I'm a creep And didn't feel like spending money And you know, I mean, I, I was thinking like, how much worse could it be than like meeting a comic and having to like be in a condo with them? You know? No, no, that, no, yeah, because you could close the door in your condo room, right, and lock it. And if you went on the road with a comic and they said you had to split a hotel room, well, it's would different. You? Like girls are different. Like, I mean, you're not going to get raped by a girl. I mean, well, obviously, you've never been to female prison to a woman's prison. I guess you didn't watch any of the... There was no rape in orange is whatever. Orange and black. You know what I realized? There's no rape and there's no workout room. Like In orange is the is the new black? Yeah. What's it called? Orange is the new black. Oh, okay. You yeah, there it. was no rape or workout room. What kind of fucking... What kind of prison is all that? The, all the lesbian scenes, they wanted to do it. Yeah, they, they were, were all, into it. They were all into they, it. They, yeah, they, it, written by a woman because every fucking lesbian scene was like hey i think you're pretty oh me too let's go here's a flower oh good let's go that bush in the chapel yeah you know yeah very gentle gentle it was like a county and even a county jail but they do try to pretend like it's real no this is some real shit right here really (laughs) so you spent and then you went out to dinner well you watched her do her speech right i watched her do her speech at the mark twain house this lady knows everybody. I mean, she's a... Well, like, she's a brilliant woman. It's like, I'm sure... 
the the one good thing is that she talks a lot so i never have to quite show off my ignorance you know so she fills in a lot of blanks for me but she was a uh you know a journalist for the new york times the washington post all these different things and um she's she's interviewed you know everybody the beatles don't you're giving away her age no, what are you kidding? She, she interviewed the Beatles when she was 14, right? <laughs> She's interviewed she interviewed... Uh, many presidents. Yes. Harry Truman. She knows everything about politics. She knows... She she literally knows everything about everything. And That's then, fantastic. So did you have a good time? You took her back to New York, had lunch with uh, our yeah, manager. Yeah, we drove back to New York together. Did our manager, my manager. Did he wear his Calvin Klein sport coat? He took us to a, a a kosher Jewish restaurant. Orthodox? No, kosher, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that... Why would he go there? I don't know. He heard that it was good, and then he was like... When you went in there, you saw a lot of yarmulkes, and like literally, it's all... It's a sea of yarmulkes. And then... It's like... And then, and then he didn't realize it was a kosher restaurant, and then Myra, the author, asked for... Um, cheese on her burger, and they were like, "No cheese! <laughs> How dare you!" No dairy product. But she was like, "No cheese! Nowhere in the place you have cheese." They were like, "No cheese!" <laughs> that's the name of the restaurant. No cheese. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good that that you went. So it was fun. And did I fall apart watching Raina? Oh, she kept. She's very liberal, and she kept asking. Will I like your husband? I'm not conservative. I just I know, but she won't like you. She would like me because I know how. She to kept saying all the comedians that she didn't like. Like she doesn't like Don Rickles. She doesn't like anybody. I had to like, you know, hide a good portion of myself. You know, like she was like, "Do you talk to the audience?" I'm like, "I'm never mean." You know, I do, but I'm never mean. All she has to do is go look at some clips. I don't have anything. I don't have anything on anywhere. So, all right. There's that. I uh that's one good it was one good thing about keeping your career <laughs> quiet. I had a, I had a dream last night. Like what if she found the podcast? That's the thing. Like I would never want to tell her about the podcast. Don't worry. No one knows about our podcast. <laughs> this is, gonna, this is not it. this is not traveling through Washington the political uh <laughs> uh the this this podcast is not up on the hill in Washington. <laughs> well, no she found out I did Red Eye on Fox. You, like, you probably told her. Well, I was actually telling the after the. She found out with investigative reporting. Guess what I was little, on? Yeah, she's a journalist. She knows nothing about me. She's a no investigating. But no, um, the the guy who books the Mark Twain house was said that he wanted Greg Gutfeld uh, to speak there, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love him, you know. And she's like, how do you, how do you know him? And then I go, oh, sometimes I do this show called Red Eye that he hosts. And she's like, why would you do that? She got, she got quite upset about it. But she Funny. was, she's a character. She was, cause she's very left, le- very liberal. Very but, liberal. But she, you said. I don't want to give away all her politics, so. Okay, we'll move on. Want me to tell you about my dream last night? Yeah. I had a dream. And at one point in this dream, okay, we're sitting outside, me and you, and this model, you don't, you're going to have to throw, you're throwing a mango out in the middle of the podcast. That looked like, it, that looked like, a, that looked like a, a jungle pussy, that, that fucking mango, the dark area right there. 
Like a dark, horrible. A jungle pussy? What is, what kind of, this is the kind of thing Myra hates. <laughs> what is it? Okay. I wasn't being a racist. I wasn't saying what really? the black. Yes. Really? Yes. What else could that possibly mean? It, yeah, for somebody that's politically correct or or a panderer or whatever, it can mean a racist. I just meant like. But a, what is a jungle pussy? What is a jungle pussy? It looked like. Oh, the jungle. A, the pussy yes. is the jungle. Yes. Okay. Well, you better be careful. Well, listen. Because you've got I, enough other racist comments. I've in never your, said a racist comment. Name one racist comment I've ever said. Okay. I've never. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? What? Go ahead. Name one. That's so funny that everybody accuses people of doing things and they have no proof. And they have no... Oh, you say black people don't tip? No, I don't. In your your act? No. I said I saw a black person tipping. That doesn't mean all. It means A. And, yeah, that's not racist when it's fact. 80%. If you look up statistics online, 80% of black people don't tip. That doesn't... 80% of Europeans don't tip. That doesn't make me a racist. I'm just giving facts. That's all. You know, if I said uh, uh, black people don't tip and then they steal uh, silverware, you, that would be you racist. You say stuff like when a black guy gets up in the eyes, you go, don't fuck with my car. And um, then you say stuff like, I make him clap so I know he's not stealing anything. Yeah, someone else did my, my fucking joke. Did that joke that I did. I did that 25 years ago. Who? I don't know. Well, you, you just did your thing that you fucking hate people doing. What? I've been closing with that Bedford. I didn't close with it. I know, but you're... What? Oh, Go God. ahead. Oh, God. You're so... I can't talk to you. So I had a dream. So did I. And now it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream. And all of a sudden, me and you were sitting outside. And this, like, six foot... It's about six foot, really tall, light skin. I wasn't sure if she was black or white, but she was kind of light-skinned. Came walking outside, and you went, look how beautiful she is. And I go, yeah. And then I I remembered that I was making out with her the night before, and I don't know why. But, you know, I was just acting like I first met her. And then we're all talking, and she started rubbing my hair. And I'm going, why is she rubbing my hair in front of my wife? But I made out with her the night before. A six-foot-two model. How do you like that? So, the purpose of you telling this is that I could get a that I could get a six foot two model in your in my, own <laughs> dream. Yeah, in my that, own dream. Wow, in your own dream, she won't say no to you. Well, that's that's fantastic. Good but, to know your 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 psyche is healthy and. All right, we got to wrap this up. Anyhow, uh, you're where are you this weekend? You're I'm at, at Bananas in Hasbrook Heights. One show Friday, nine p.m. Two shows Saturday. Do you know who's working? Who's opening for you? I have no idea. Who. I always ask. I know, and I was going to. I was even going to try to bring my own opener, but I forgot. So Friday and Saturday, Bananas, Hasbrook Heights, Bonnie. Uh, I will be tonight at Coyote. Oh, well, this won't even go up tonight. Saturday night, Marissa's. Marissa's in Trumbull, Connecticut. Oh, I've done that. Yeah, it's not bad. I actually like it for a... Uh, for a you know last minute gig Friday, we moved Friday at the Chance in Poughkeepsie. We moved that gig. So this Saturday, Marissa's in Trumbull. Get 
women aren't funny on iTunes. Uh, nothing but great. I don't want to retweet all the positive reviews because it's annoying I to do. people. But there's been a lot of positive, pe- like people saying, yes. "Hey, this is really good." So you should just try it. Yeah, take a look. All right, listen. Today's nine eleven. Do not forget. Do not forget. Always remember, and uh, and just uh, say a prayer or something. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an Mind bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.